Master of None presents Moments in Love. As established by the title, Season 3 is a departure for Master of None, which primarily focused on the personal and professional life of Dev, a 30-year-old actor in New York played by Aziz Ansari. Moments in Love pivots to Lena Waithe's character, Denise, and her wife, Alicia, who is a new cast member, played by Naomi Aki, as they live in upstate New York. It's made up of five chapters that we'll discuss the first of. You're listening to today's episode. I usually don't like to announce the next show we're covering in case it changes, but during our MODOK review, I thought, what the hell? We're doing the bite? Well, you did the research for the bite, but when they say Spectrum exclusive, they mean exclusive. I mean, I spent an hour trying every imaginable way possible to find that pilot. They're just not streaming it. This isn't a streaming service. They're a telecommunications company that for some reason makes original content. I would have had to pay a full monthly cable bill in order to get them. But even if I had done that and tried to switch providers, they contractually don't even service my area. Legitimately, I put my information into the website just to see, and it just sent me right back to my current service provider. <laughs> so long story short, we're not doing the bite. But out of curiosity, tell me something that you learned from the research of the bite so it, your yeah. research doesn't go to waste. The same people that worked on the bite worked on Brain Dead, which had a similar premise in terms of like the bite where bugs kind of take over. I'm trying to remember what body. the main actress's name in that was. I just remember the title sequences were pretty funny because right, they had yeah, the solo the act song. song yeah. yeah, But by the end, they knew they were but going But the girl down. who was in that was really famous. She's also Mary been in Fargo. Elizabeth Winstead, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, she's not in this show, though. No. So, getting back to Master of None, Season 3. When Aziz Ansari and Alan Young created the show in 2015 on Netflix, a streaming platform super easy to join, just pointed it out there, Spectrum, uh, they wrote from their personal experiences about food, dating, racism, classism, the acting industry, city life, and the tone and style of each episode was heavily influenced by the cinema, classic Italian food films, sorry, I had food in my mind now, uh, Woody Allen-type movies and etc uh it was nominated and won a bunch of awards people love it 8.4 on imdb it's been four years since season two wow yeah but that's not really a surprise because in 2017 aziz suggested that it would be a while until they were able to continue dev's storyline and that season three might not even revolve around him and he wasn't lying the next year he was accused of sexual misconduct in a highly publicized controversial incident for his behavior during a date he kind of shied away from the limelight uh, the limelight and uh had one stand-up special where he talked about it a little bit but otherwise i don't think i've seen him in much um were you surprised to see lena Waithe being the center of the season yeah i was and uh, it started off and i saw that in season zari was having sex and that his condom broke that was what the thing was and i was like wait he's in this season and no, i realized i was in the pilot i yeah. was like oh wait okay cool. i tried to show that episode to my dad like i not knowing that but we started watching that first episode well, together only and ever... it immediately goes into a conversation about sex and it was like well maybe not today. right and that kind of revolved around actually this storyline like there were similar parallels but the only episode i ever saw of master of none was one i only remember like a season zari was at a basketball game and a kid ate his nachos and then he felt really bad about like yelling at the kid for eating his nachos so he gave it to him that's the only scene of master of none that i remember a lot of people during the pandemic have gone back and rewatched it and said it's a really rewatchable show because all the storylines have nice little um 
like moral messages that can come back and play and it won't just like seem boring yeah well this i was not expecting at all i know master of none had somewhat like drama in it but yeah from what i remember it was mostly a comedy this was a straight out drama 56 minutes of pure drama that's what this was of denise and her relationship denise and alicia yeah and it, it, at first it doesn't start off that way like um the first 10 minutes or so are just kind of establishing what denise and alicia do every day you see uh denise likes to feed the chickens they like to dance while doing laundry you see them eating food and could you tell where they were they were in just like I could because they was, filmed it in England, but it's supposed to be upstate New York, right? Well, I I didn't know that, but it's like a big house basically. It's like a it felt like a mansion they were in. And okay, I'll give this show credit. Um, a I was not expecting it. B all this like all the scenes so surprising. Yeah, but all the scenes are one shot takes mm-hmm. like completely. There's not one close up. Uh, they have cuts of course to get to different scenes. But yeah, it's all shot on like a fly on the wall perspective. Definitely not like that Master of None episode that I saw. And it was all just done in different places with long takes, like sometimes five to seven minutes, emotional talks, all of that type of stuff. So I definitely have to give this show huge credit for that. And then we even saw Aziz So you liked it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like it. Very that. artsy. Yeah, very artsy. The very cinematographer also did the cinematography for The Lobster. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah, no. Uh, so, like, and you could that. tell because Aziz Ansari directed all five episodes. Yeah, I saw that. He likes to pull in um, different directors and influences from the 60s, 70s movies. Um, Ingmar Bergman's Scenes from a Marriage, The Long Takes, directly yeah. like influenced from that type of filmmaking. It also was shot by in 4x3 this season, which is more like old TV style, right? right? Yeah, yeah, I know that that's ratio. I couldn't really notice. It was, it, before it was widescreen. Yeah, the, it made me feel claustrophobic and, like I said, like a fly on the wall because no, it's not like they ever break the fourth wall on the show, I think, but it definitely made you feel like you were looking in on conversations that you shouldn't be watching. <laughs> Did it feel like because it was two people that that was the claustrophobic part of it? Yeah, well, it was sometimes more Having than, them both in frame? Yeah, it was sometimes more than two people, and there was barely ever a scene where it ended with one person. In fact, I don't think that there was, except for maybe the scene where Denise is feeding the chickens. Like, it always showed Denise and Alicia in the scenes, for the most part. So, tell me about the plot of the episode. Yeah, what so, happens? So, we start off with a montage. We see that Denise is this successful writer she's on the new york times bestseller list she's even having interviews with um like her and she's talking to her publicist and she's going to be going to panels and um it kind of switches between who's the main character in this show sometimes like sometimes you feel like denise is the main character because we start off with her and then alicia ends up you kind of gain more of her perspective so it switches throughout yeah that's but, always happened though a master of yeah but right after that, then we actually do see Aziz and Zari show up, which I was happy about at first. Um, Dev, Dev and yeah. his girlfriend, and is her name Reshmi? Uh, it's something like that. But Well, it's a different girlfriend this time. At the end of season two, his life is pretty great. He's with uh, Francesca, mm. and uh, it seems like the cliffhanger is more to do with Francesca leaving her husband and staying with him while he has this... Well, he was pretty successful. He had a couple jobs, but it seemed like his career was on yeah. track. Well, this, this like right now in this season, he is in the dumps in terms of everything. He has to live with his parents, which um, I think that they're related, right? Denise and Dev, they're either brother or sister. Or no, they're just friends. 
The, oh, okay. Well, I thought that Denise said that they were related, but yeah. So, no. I mean, Denise was originally written as a straight white woman with the potential to be one of Deb's love interests. But then the casting director, Allison Jones, brought in uh, Lena Waithe. And this was before she was really famous at all. This was before she created The Shy. It's before she was an executive producer on them. It's before this, she was on Westworld. This felt which like she a, wasn't one of my favorite characters on Westworld. Yeah, no, but, I remember that. But this felt like an episode of Insecure, just a lot more serious. Well, just for some more context, Lena Waithe actually won a primetime Emmy with Aziz Ansari for her writing in the season two episode Thanksgiving that centered around her character. So the following of her character in this full season makes a lot more sense. And The Guardian, which gave the whole season five stars, said pivoting to Denise was a safe bet given the rising profile of Waith, who is credited as Ansari's co-writer for the entire season. Oh, wow, so okay. she went yeah. from being just someone who wasn't even like part of the casting process to the actual co-writer of the so, series. Yeah, she, so she, she got big pole vaulting right through. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I like the way in which everything progressed in this episode, like the arguments, for example, Devin, his girlfriend, and then Denise and Alicia, they're all eating um, dinner at one point, and they're talking about uh, Dev and Denise. They don't like wearing pajamas at all to bed, and then uh, his girl, Dev's girlfriend and Alicia do. And, so it's like a meaningless right, argument. Right, yeah, and, and there, it kind of starts off that way, and I was like, okay, this is just supposed to kind of be a funny scene but then you know you get a couple minutes more in and you get a scene change they're in the kitchen now and suddenly Deb and his girlfriend are just going at each other literally yelling in front of Denise and Denise is you can even hear like in the background is trying to cool it down a little bit she's a little out of frame but they are just really really like going at each other uh, his girlfriend is accusing him of kind of balding and thinning out his hair now if he had hair plugs he would have gone a part that he was auditioning for because he's an actor he sounds yeah. like a togetherness pop Line. yeah no and it but, yeah. reminded me of that movie carnage that we saw with john c Riley, where like those two couples are like arguing with each other because one of the kids beat the other one up with like a stick or something where it's just every single scene got progressively more and progressively more worse so yeah and, a lot of people have felt really sad about what they saw dev's character turn into this season so not only were they expecting another full season following dev and his exploits in, in the world well, i was just glad to see him in the episode but yeah but yeah, they were just disappointed I to mean, see that he was yeah, at this point in his life. Yeah. yeah, again, he's living with his parents. And then, yeah, that's when they both go off on each other's parents because Dev is like, your parents may have a bigger house and they may be more financially successful, but mine actually didn't kick us out of your house because that's where they were. Yeah, so it just sounds like they're amping yeah, things up. They so, get really toxic. And then, yeah, his girlfriend has to end up going to, I believe, like a bathroom or a different part of the house and Alicia talks to her and then Denise and Dev start talking. And Did Dev, you fall on one side of the argument? I mean, no, not really. It was just, it was, it was really awkward to watch. And I think it was smart um, having Denise kind of be the eyes through which you're seeing it with. Cause she's saying what the viewer I think is supposed to be thinking. Mm -hmm. Like she even talks to Alicia later on. And it was the like, voice that of was, reason. yeah, that was super awkward to watch. And let's not have that, like, you know, of course our relationship, let's not turn into that basically. But yeah, Dev kind of accuses Denise a little bit, not in a mean way of not really. Do you think it was like an omen to come? Does it feel like you're watching an unraveling of a relationship or just an issue in a relationship that they're going to get past? Uh, I, it felt like that was the end because you know, not of not of uh, Deb's, oh, but oh, of, of theirs. Yeah, it felt like yeah. well, it felt like they were planting roots. It was it like a building block? Way. Yeah, basically, where okay. it was like you think that they're supposed to be the couple that ends up being the ones that are happy and everything, but you know, as the episode goes on, that might change. 
Um, but depending on that scenario, yeah, basically Denise speaks to Dev and Dev is like, hey, we don't speak as much as we used to and I wish you did call me. And I was expecting probably the episode to revolve around those four, but no, within the next scene, Dev and his girlfriend are completely gone and we get back to Denise and Alicia just kind of talking and living their lives. And that there's was a, there's a line though, before you get away from Dev, that it was repeated on the internet a lot and revolved around him kind of missing his previous character. Like, I wish that I had realize that those experiences were like the best part of my life right, or something yeah because the, the dev we see in this in this episode is just depressed there is really no do you think there's a comeback like do you think in a season four that he could be shown in, in, a... in season four and like but this felt like a different pilot like this felt like a pilot that was a spin-off of um because it's revolving around denise of mm-hmm. master of none which it kind of is in that sense right yes um and it, it felt like a depressing episode until we suddenly get the news that Alicia, she wants to have a baby with uh, Denise. And so you hear that in the first episode. Yeah, in the first episode. Because that continues throughout the series. I just wasn't sure when it was introduced. No, yeah, it was introduced. Actually, they, this episode is split into two parts, which is weird because part one is way Is there longer. an intermission section? Does well, it no, like... it, it does say like part two. Like okay. It comes up with a title card. Um, but part one is a lot longer. Either way, though, they agree that they will have Darius, who is this person who I did not know, but uh, Denise talks about him being light Their donor, right? Yeah, their sperm donor, and they try to help him. There's even a funny scene in which they start to set up like a ton of grapes and wine and they put a laptop down for him to use um and while he's yeah while he is like in doing his business they are outside just sitting down <laughs> like talking about stuff so how does he act bench. in this scene is he like kind of weirded out by well this, that's, that's not the only scene but no he actually is really for it like they think that they're going to have to really coerce him into doing this thing and he in the second that they ask he basically turns on time he's like yeah i, I love to do that i'm definitely for that but it was more a touching scene than meant to be funny um but it was just strange seeing such a different part of the episode when i thought and this may just be ignorance on my part but i thought you had to go to like a hospital so that they could they do this they did say i didn't realize you just did it like an at home they they, they talked about that but the thing is is that alicia says um going to a hospital and doing that is very expensive when you can just so so after he's done <laughs> okay. they, he calls them and then she's like make sure to call us right away because time is of the essence get the, get the turkey baster ready <laughs> so okay. I mean, yeah so it That's was weird yeah and no they they, they show you everything like once it's they done, show you everything no no no. <laughs> I, really? well, no but after he's well they do they do show it's like that he 70s has, movies and then graphically no, he, he has the, showing you see the something in the container sex. and then they give it to alicia and uh they run to the bathroom Derek just kind of leaves and is like good luck what's that really stupid movie where like i think it's mark Wahlberg finds himself in a room with like a bunch of sperm donations and then he like falls falls on him yeah those were things that have problems with it here (laughs) here you you like see alicia's reactions you don't see anything else but you hear denise's voice in the back and they're basically injecting it into her so after that we get um i believe a silent scene you hear opera in the back music does play a big part in this episode which i thought when they used it was well done um even the scene before when they were dancing with the laundry or dancing when, when you they say were dancing with laundry 
Like, like I mean, they were singing and dancing when they were throwing in laundry. That was I was in the thinking montage. more along. They were using the clothes as if it was a different human no, being. No, that it. Oh no, no, nothing, nothing like that. It's not tape face from uh, America's Got Talent. Uh-huh. But I believe also right before they ask Darius if they're going to have a baby before he shows up, they also put on a vinyl like disc and they dance to that. And but here, a lot of dancing. Yeah, but here, um, did you get a sense of whether what the characters' personalities were like? Because one of the criticisms I've read is that Lena Waite's character seems a lot more serious in this season than she well, did in yeah, previous no, seasons. Well, yeah, no, and that's why I think when you're following a character so serious, that's why I think it's going to lead to a show that I feel like is supposed to be more comedy. It's just going to be a straight-out drama. And I, and I feel like they wanted to go that route because of how dark this episode gets. Like, at first, you're happy that well, they're Well, what going... happens at the end that makes it dark? Well, I, I'm getting there. Okay. They're, they're going to have the baby, and Alicia is pregnant. So they zoom up, like, nine Alicia? months? Yeah, no, no, they they go through the full thing in this, uh, like, when sound is completely drowned out in opera music, you see her have an ultrasound with the nurse, you see So it's her... another montage. Right. You get a montage at yeah. the beginning, a montage at a the montage end. A montage at the end, yeah, <laughs> and, um... And throughout, you're supposed to kind of be wondering if Denise is for this baby or not, because she seemed she seemed okay with having the baby, but Alicia really, really wanted to have it. Okay. Um, but by the very end... How uh, could you sense her doubt? Her doubt? Yeah. Well, that's why I thought the show did very well, because... Um, was it, it subtle? Is that yeah, what you're it's saying? Subtle. You couldn't yeah, tell, the but... facial expressions, because Alicia, when she's talking about having a baby, Denise she doesn't want it. Yeah, she gets obviously very excited. Denise does not want to talk about it at all. She's just someone who wants Okay, well, to... that's not very subtle. That's that's pretty obvious. Right, but when, but when Alicia <laughs> is talking about Darius, uh, Denise is like, oh, yeah, you know, Darius is a, is a nice person to have. And then, she's a cool yeah, like, bio dad. But, but she's not like, oh, yeah, we should definitely get Darius, and we should definitely... But she's is not... that her character? Is she ever ecstatic about anything? No. Not, not that much. So you can't really tell yeah, whether but that's or not she's saying, actually yeah, you, into the idea yet. It, you weren't so sure. So what do we find when, out at the end? But yeah. you see that uh, throughout the montage, Alicia's getting more sick, and suddenly you get a scene where they're in the hospital. It's not the up scene, is it? No, no, but they're in a hospital, and a nurse comes in and says news that you don't hear, and Alicia starts crying, and Denise is obviously very sad, and she's what happened? They got miscarriage. Yeah. Um, and by the end of the episode, Alicia is talking to, um, to Denise and is like, you never really wanted to have this baby, did you? And Denise is like, what? I, I, I want to have the baby. I'm just as devastated as you are. And Alicia's like... So they like, get in sort of a fight yeah, they, over they, that? Yeah, they get in a fight. They're both on the bed. Um, and then Alicia says the line, I want to have a baby. Um, because that was, she was, because Denise was like... Like she still does. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then, but she ends it with, I just don't know if it should be with you. Because oh, Alicia what a burn. Is, and, and, oh, and that, that was, is like the darkest thing you and can that tell someone. Because then it's 20 <laughs> seconds of just facial reactions, silence. Alicia's, I wish it had just been cut to black. No, Alicia. Can you imagine if that would just been cut to black? Because then you can... No, it is the, cut to black. You get, you get 20 seconds. Yeah, of but those 20 seconds kind of give you the first response But they it. don't, but they don't look at each other at all throughout the scene. And yeah, no. No, but when I, cut, when I cut the black, I was like, whoa, because there were still three minutes left. I thought we were going to get one more scene, but no, that was it. Uh, I don't so. even know how I would start to begin to respond to some statement like that, because this person's obviously hurting. It was their body that just lost right, the kid. Right, yeah. But Jesus, they're married. Yeah, no, and it, and again, it was something where at the beginning of the episode, they showed that they were kind of happy, you know, they were dancing. At so the there's end a contrast that you see. Right, and you're supposed to kind of get that with Dev when he was in, when he was having a fight with their relationship. You're supposed to think to themselves, okay, so Denise and Alicia are the ones who are making the most sense here. They're the reasonable ones. And by the end, it's just completely destroyed. <laughs> 
So, so you think the rest of the series, are we going to follow them as a couple or I are they no, going to break up? I, I think that we're going to get at least one more episode with them as a couple, but it seems like that relationship is heading for rocky territory. <laughs> yeah. One that it probably won't survive. Denise, from what I was reading, her, this was the beginning of the episode was supposed to be what she like really wanted in her life. Just yeah. to kind of like live off in a cabin somewhere with her, with her wife and be happy. And that this is just all complicated now. Right, yeah, completely. Like, Denise is making fun She when she's feeding the chickens. I know I'm bringing up that scene a lot, but I did like it. She's making fun of one of the chickens having a problem with another one and being like, you they better do. stay they're away very, from him. They're very territorial. And then they'll, like, pick at each other's feathers. Their right, but this was yeah. obviously played for jokes. Okay. But when, when that ended up happening, when you just see the progression of which the relationship took a toll on each other, it was it was hard to see, but I thought that it was done and directed very well. And I give Aziz and Zari a lot of credit for that you know i think you probably took this in the best way you could have because you're used to nothing you're not used to 30 minute episodes of comedy you're used to a 55 minute episode here where a lot of people were like this feels like a completely different show and like i'm not sure i'm cool with the whole aesthetic change and the tonal change and kind of the artsy vibe you you didn't know what the show was really yeah, supposed it, to be because helped, you haven't seen it in years. Yeah, yeah. It helped that I didn't remember the one episode of Master of None that I watched, but also realized just within the first, when they just showed the title card uh, of the name of the episode, I could just tell that this was going to be something different. And I think if you're... Something different. That is a perfect way yeah, of describing this. It, Everyone will agree that it's the, something different, good the, and bad. Even yeah. the angles in which they were able to do those one-shot takes, it just it, it felt not only different from, I'm assuming, what Master of None is, but just other shows in general also it seems like they sold you on the relationship which is really good too yeah yeah i think that they definitely did a good job establishing exactly how they felt so about you're all pro other. what would you give it one out of ten uh, i give it very high which i wouldn't, wouldn't have thought if you would have told me the synopsis of it i give it like an eight and a half out that's of kind of what he said he said if i was just to pitch this as what it is to people like without right. showing them it yeah. then people would probably hate the idea right yeah and, and i assume that people are going to kind of hate the idea anyways because they're used to something but i that there's there's a, there's a split crowd right now Right. A lot of them are giving Aziz the the birth that, that he wants, which is basically Netflix gave him free reign. They're giving him free reign. They're saying this is pretty great for what it is. We, yeah, we miss Deb. Yeah, we wish we didn't have to see him in this context. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we give them a lot of credit for this. And, and so there's a lot of sites that are like IGN, which is like well worth a watch. Uh, I told yeah. you The Guardian had five stars for it. Uh, Vulture said slow but gratifying. Then there's also the fan base that is pretty upset with the differences. Yeah. And you have an IMDb score where I think the highest episode this entire season, when we were looking at like 9.6s in other seasons, oh, like okay. the Thanksgiving episode was the 9.4, like 9.5. Right, yeah. This season, the highest episode has a 6.7. And that's the fourth episode, which everybody says is the best one of the season. Yeah. I won't give away what happens there, but people should watch that if they're going to watch one because right. it feels like its own independent movie. Yeah, said. no, yeah, definitely. But this this episode it, it, that you watched yeah. is a 6.2. I, I just want to say, I know that I told you that I watched kind of the, the rest of the before series, um, like in the last couple days. And this reminded me of that. The where, rest of the before series? The before trilogy, the one that was made every nine years with Ethan Hawke and that other lady. And that this episode kind of felt like that because the conversations they were having. Give me some more context to this before series, though, so that people know what you're talking well, about. Well, like, for example, um, at the very beginning of the episode, uh, Denise and Alicia are lying in bed and yeah. there's a full conversation that takes place of Alicia just asking 
what Denise would do basically to lick an armpit for a year. So Alicia is asking Denise, um, if you could be very successful, if you could have your own movie based off of your books and you could, you know, have just be incredibly successful with me, would you link lick someone's armpit for a full year? And then it gets for a full year. Yeah, for a full year. Jeez. But then it gets later on, she's like, okay, to save me, and, and Denise just wants to go to bed the whole time because this thing is taking place, this conversation is taking place at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. She's like, to save me, would you lick an armpit for the rest of your life? And then Denise starts asking questions like, okay, well, does this armpit have cologne on it? And then she's like, yes, it does. And it's just, it smells disgusting, but you have to keep licking it for your whole life and I'll still be here with you. And then the Denise, answer is no. So it's like, they, yeah. For anybody. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. But Denise says no. yes. But you get those <laughs> weird type of conversations where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't usually find this as interesting, but I found it entertaining because I like the characters' interactions with each other and the way in which they acted. So you get, yeah. The people who are like you who really like it, and then the crowd that's like, it's really pretentious. It's yeah. just full of itself. Like, <laughs> I can see that. Does Aziz think that he's the best person ever? That he's the first one to come up with this long shot thing? Or is it? So well, no. I, it's funny to read the contrast yeah, in reviews. Yeah. So people who don't want to watch the series but just want to read about it, like you'll see a difference of opinion and good luck trying to reason out what it, what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is it. definitely a season at least that you should watch and come to your own conclusions before It is five you episodes. It's like five hours long. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, around there. Yeah, I was surprised it was 56 minutes because I thought it was just going to be around 20 to 30. But. What was your favorite part? You said the chickens? Chicken scene was pretty fine. I did like the ending part. It was very dramatic and sad when they had the miscarriage in it. But I think it, the ending part where she says that was line. Was it a twist almost? Like, were you not expecting things yeah, to Yeah, you, you were expecting them to have a baby. You at were least, at least a I was. baby at the end. Just like a... Well, maybe not that episode, okay. but I thought that it was going to be a story This arc. was going to be like WandaVision, where the right. kid just changed over, like, different years <laughs> of their lives where should lives were well, shown. Well, again, they went through a lot of time. You never see her actually pregnant, but you see the ultrasound. You see her kind of having... Attractions. They couldn't afford the baby bump. Yeah, maybe, maybe they couldn't. <laughs> could you tell that it was pandemic? Yeah, you could. There, yeah. There's like, I think probably six or seven people you see within this whole entire episode. Were they wearing masks? Uh, I think that one of the nurses was, but yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a nurse. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all the questions I had for you. You did a good job explaining it. Um, Thanks yeah. for letting us know what no, this show I, is about. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I probably won't watch the rest of the episodes soon, but I do plan on checking out Master and on the whole series. So, yeah, at some point. Probably a good idea. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. We're going to see Bite. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> won't be doing that again. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.